tuning in for another episode of Bearcat Rewind. I'm Matt Tritton. John Coffey will join me shortly. We appreciate everyone tuning in this week, talking with another former All-American for Northwest Missouri State, a member of the 2009 National Championship squad, Jordan Simmons. One week ago, we had Jake Soy, those two teammates on that 09 championship team. And uh, Jordan was a bit of a Swiss Army knife, uh, similar to Tony Miles, we talked to about that 1999 championship game a little bit earlier in the Bearcat Rewind season. Uh, Jordan did a little bit of everything for Northwest. Um, came in, won that 09 championship as a freshman. Uh, he was an All-American in 2000. 2011 for the Bearcats. He finished his career top 10 in rushing yards, receptions, total touchdowns, punt return yards, and kickoff return yards. So really, the only thing Jordan didn't do was uh, throw the football and, and drive the bus for Northwest. So he's a little bit of everything for the Bearcats and uh, really a great career. Now he's on coaching high school football in Kansas City. So we'll get into all of that in the interview coming up here on Bearcat Rewind. We have to let you know, though, about our sponsors, the Northwest Missouri State Alumni Association and the Northwest Foundation. They're inviting you to take part in the Forever Green campaign, which is part of an effort to pave new pathways for students to excel. They're on the final stretch run to meet their goal. The Forever Green campaign is a push for Northwest toward academic excellence, scholarships, student life, and much, much more. So come out, leave your legacy, help make the vision of the Forever Green campaign a reality for students who will come to know what so many others have learned before that nothing compares to being forever green. For more information, go to nwmissouri.edu slash forevergreen. And also thanks to Mosaic Medical Center Maryville for their support. If a sports injury sidelines you from your favorite activity, don't worry. You have a team of experts ready to help. From sprains and strains to breaks and more serious injuries, our orthopedic and sports medicine professionals in St. Joseph, Maryville, and Albany have the skill and experience to get you back in the game as fast as possible. Mosaic Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, we're all in to get you back in. Now let's jump into our interview this week with Jordan Simmons. Well, excited to be joined today by Jordan Simmons, uh, really a Swiss Army knife for Northwest Missouri State uh, throughout his time. A uh, kick, kick and punt returner that was uh, very effective, a heck of a running back, also caught a lot of passes out of the backfield and also lining up split out wide as well. So, Jordan, uh, it's great to hear from you. How's, how's life treating you nowadays? Oh, life's great, man. Life's good. Uh, just uh, post-college, I'm coaching high school down here in the Kansas City area, just trying to take everything that I learned from Maryville and uh, apply that onto the other side of not playing but coaching now. So it's going good, going good. I can't complain. Whenever you were going through Northwest and, and even as, as you got into school and kind of went through, I mean, was, was coaching kind of always out there? Is it one of those things of getting around the guys in Maryville that kind of sent you in that direction? Absolutely not. Uh, I didn't think about coaching until – closer to my the end of my playing career and actually when I got done I was watching the interview uh that Adam Durrell actually had after we lost to Minnesota Mankato back in 2012 and he kind of put the idea in my head uh some guys asked him uh, a, a question about me and his his response was uh, that I would have to tell him no but he was going to try and get me into coaching and I, I didn't watch that video until like a couple years later after my year my senior year so I watched that and thought that that would be a pretty good career path because I was working construction and some other jobs uh, after my football career. So uh, I just decided to get right into coaching. If I can't play the game I, uh, that I love, I'd much rather want to coach. And, and Coach Doyle kind of led me in that 
direction. So I, I owe all everything to him with, with in regards to that career path. And Jordan, when you look back at your time with Coach Storl and uh, again, the rest of the coaching staff that you've had a chance to be affiliated with at Northwest Missouri State, what are some of the main things that you really took from uh, what they were able to do coaching you that you're now able to, re to relay on to uh, your players? Uh, that football is, is just more than X's and O's, and it's, it's more than in between the lines. It's, uh, they teach you a lot of life lessons, you know. Uh, like like Doral used to tell me, uh, you know, that it, it's it's bigger than football. You know, it's, we, we created a family atmosphere up there. You know, you, you, you play for your brothers. You buy into a system. Uh, Got to be coachable on and off the field. Just being just everything outside of the actual football is kind of what I've tried to incorporate into my coaching style and, and helping the guys uh, come up in high school, uh, just giving them some of the tools and, uh, and someone to talk to who's actually been in their shoes and uh, just to kind of help them along the way. Yeah, Coming into Northwest Missouri State from playing at uh, Lee Summit North and an all-state running back there, I mean, um, going through and first with Mel Churchman as your head coach, and then, um, you know, the tragedy with Scott Bostwick, but with him kind of taking over the program there briefly, then on to Adam Doral. Um, you know, those are really influential guys, not only for players, but so, so many throughout the community, um, just kind of top down. I'm sure that's something you couldn't have expected, the impact that these men would have on your lives when you come into Northwest Missouri State as an 18-year-old and, and leave as a grown man. Exactly. And Doral said that in the interview that I referred to. Is, uh, he, I'd be the first one to tell you that I grew not more so as a player but as a person in my, my five years up there. I was, I, they'll be the first to tell you I, I didn't have the, first, the greatest first two years, my redshirt year and my freshman year up there. So uh, just, just those guys believing in me, and just pushing me to the best of my ability. They believed in me even when I didn't believe in myself, so to speak. So I owe everything to those guys, the Coach T's, the Boswicks, the Dorals, the Coach Wrights. Those guys really set a foundation and instilled some lifelong characteristics that I still live by and abide by today. So I'm just grateful that I have the opportunity to play under those guys. What's that offense like at Staley? Is it, is it you know traditional running back stuff, or is it a little bit more like what we saw from you at Northwest where – uh, getting the ball in many different ways because I assume it's not quarterback and receiver centered. It has to be around the running back, right? Yeah, we've got we've got a we've actually got a plethora. We've got some great receivers. We've got a uh, we've had a we got a had a stable of backs. I had like five uh, phenomenal running backs this year, but we've kind of ventured them off a little bit. We've we've been injury prone a little bit, so some of them had to go on the defensive side. Some have moved to receiver, but. We we've got our offenses are fairly similar to Northwest and what they try to do, especially what Doral tried to do, just a spread offense, getting guys in in, in space and in, in the right positions to be successful. So, uh, in that aspect, I, I feel right at home with our offense and what we do. It, it's fairly similar to what I what I was accustomed to and playing to in college. Well, you've also got uh, quite a bit of Northwest influence on that staff too, don't you? Yeah, we do. Our coach, uh, our head coach, actually, Coach Light, is a, a, a old Northwest guy. Uh, he loves his Bearcats. Our assistant principal, who actually hired me, Kevin Cooley, is a Northwest guy as well. So, we've got from football to uh, uh, our academics. We got a lot of teachers from Northwest. Our uh, uh, administration staff. We've got some Northwest. So I'm just I, I couldn't be in a better spot at at Staley High School right now. Just uh, comfortability wise, is and it's been a, a position to for me to help us uh, provide for my family and and. and and in exchange, do with what I love, and that's uh, be a part of football. So, 
Jordan, when you got to Northwest Missouri State, you redshirt your freshman year in 2008. Uh, then as you come in and start getting your first playing time in, in 2009, it was a matter of you touch the ball in so many different ways, but you're also a part of such an explosive offense. You talk about what you have at Staley and a plethora of weapons and, and kind of the same thing there when you look at uh, this offense in 09 with yourself, Laurent Council, Tyler Shaw, Jake Soy, and Blake Bulls making plays in the backfield as well. Uh, whenever you were thrown into that, was there a chance as a young guy to kind of sit back and catch your breath, or was it just a matter of, hey, the season hits and, and you just kind of play without really thinking about what's going on and look back and, and realize the impact you did have on that football team? Uh, at the time, I didn't really, you know, you don't really think about those types of things. You just w- want to figure out what your role is and what the best way you can uh, to help this this team and this offense out. And, and one thing that always stuck with me and one thing that I tell my players uh, that Adam Doyle used to tell me is you don't want to be a one-trick pony. You know, the more, the more uh, versatile you can be, the better opportunities you'll have in the future uh, being a punt returner, kick returner, slot receiver, running back, just being as, as versatile as possible will put you in the best positions to succeed. And that's one thing that I had to learn uh, behind some of those great running backs, LCs, and, and even watching Xavier Oman before my time. You know, I, just, I used to watch Xavier's highlight tapes even while I was playing just to try and take some of some things from his game and, and some things from LC and even Jake Soy, Jake Soy's work ethic. Well, I, I'm not going to say that my work ethic was anywhere close to Jake Soy. He's one of the most gifted uh, guys that you actually perfected his craft. But just, just being fortunate enough to play around some of those guys, a lot of those guys and the Tyler Shaws and stuff, and just taking bits and pieces from each one of those guys' games and trying to add it to mine so that I can help that offense is, kind of really what my mindset was uh, playing. So, But, yeah, just not being a one-trick pony, just being able to be uh, as versatile as possible to help uh, win ball games. And how special was it to be a part of that 2019 coming in as a redshirt freshman and being able to contribute to that national championship team for you? Definitely. That was uh, by far one of the funnest years uh, of my playing career, high school, college, Little Leagues, uh, 2009, just the camaraderie with those guys and the brotherhood that we created with that 2009 team. And, and me and Shaw being the young guys, but we know us knowing our role. We were our kickoff specialist. You know, he was a intricate part of receiver. I, I backed up LC when he needed a break. And that 2019 was just very – it was something very special. And I just am grateful and glad to have been a part of something so special. Well, it's such a huge impact, not only as the team gets into the playoffs, but then you look at uh, at the actual run um, up to the championship game and, you know, the, the national semifinal game against California, you go for an 81-yard kickoff return that for a touchdown that kind of set um, really put the game out of reach for Northwest Missouri State. Um, game before that against Central Washington, you had the, the go-ahead touchdown um, that ended up holding up in that 21-20 to win. So, you know, it wasn't a matter of, hey, we'll sprinkle this kid in for the first, you know, 10-11 games, then put him back. It was a matter of, you know, you are a huge part of that throughout. Um, you talk about the experience of playing in those big games and, and uh, going through that at such, such a young age. Ah, yeah, it definitely shaped me uh, to be the man that I am. I was just being at such a young age, you know, being in such, such, some key uh, situations that year, you know. Um, like I say, I, my my first two years, even that year, the '09 9 year, I was still struggling with some off-the-field issues. I don't know if in the paper, but I had some issues at the, at the end of the, the regular season 
and I had to do some punishments with Coach T and everything. Uh, but just coming back in, my mindset was just because the young guy, the older guy, excuse me, the eight quads, the Nick, the Nick Rose, the Blake Bowles, they sat me down and told me that the path that I was on was not where I needed to go. It wasn't going to help that football team. And they kind of sat me down and, and got my head on straight. So that playoff run was really credit to the that senior class who kind of got me going in the right direction because I was, I was, I was a knucklehead, honestly, to be quite frank. But the the senior the senior leadership that we had in '09 was was phenomenal. The Sean Paddocks, those guys on the defensive side, the Ike Irimikis, the Miles Burnsides, all of those guys, man, I'm just I'm so grateful to have played with those guys, and and they taught me a lot of life lessons that I still use to this day. You know uh, that '09 game. Um, I think the the pass from Bulls to Soy that makes it 30 to 20 in the fourth quarter on fourth down. I mean, that's that's one of the huge plays from that football game. But another one that people kind of go back to um, is your punt return. Trent Covington with a massive block. It yeah. ends up, you know, I think sports in their top ten that day. Um, yep. What I'm wondering is, did you juke yourself out that you went down at the 16-yard line? Because it looked like oh, you were man. gone. It's like I relive that. I mean, that view <laughs> on YouTube is probably have like 500 views, and my I have like 480 of them. I watch that. <laughs> I watch that all the time. I try to explain myself to my friends about my thought process and everything that was going through, but there, there is no explanation. I should have stayed up the sideline. One problem that I had that at that young age in '09 was trusting my speed. I thought I was Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush was hot back in the day. I wore number five. I was going to cut back on that last guy when I should have just stayed up the sideline. But, you know, you live and you learn. It was a great experience. TC made a, a heck of a block. I saw it coming from a mile away. I just see the guy's feet flying in my face as I'm running past. And that play ended up being number three on Sports Center top ten that night. And it was just an ultimate uh, awesome feeling. I'm just the only regret I do have is just not scoring on there. It would have been number one on Sports Center top ten for sure if I would have scored. <laughs> Well, an incredible play, and even starting out, the way you reverse field and, and, and get up that left side to, to even have a chance at that was uh, was pretty incredible. But you mentioned Reggie Bush. Is that kind of where a little bit of your playing style and kind of trying to pull definitely, from a guy like that? Neat. Yeah, high school, that was a guy that I idolized. That's the reason why I wore number five in, in Northwest. In high school, at least I'm in Northwood, Harold Wamsgon's our legendary coach down there. Running backs couldn't wear single-digit numbers. So I, I wore 22 all throughout high school. In freshman year, while redshirt year, it didn't matter. But that next year, a guy, I don't know if you guys remember, Ralph Robinson? Yeah. He, uh, he, he wore number five. And that spring, he had got something happened. I think he had got dismissed from the team. And he actually called me and told me that the, he, the only person that he wanted to wear number five and uphold that was me. And I felt honored by that. You know, another one of those great guys, those leaders. Uh, that that trusted in me and, and instilled some confidence in me when I like once again didn't believe in myself. But uh, for him to to believe in me to wear that number and and that being my favorite number, even my favorite player wearing that number, I was honored to have the opportunity to wear that number and just took it and ran with it. You're a young guy in 2009, and and you were there as a redshirting in 2008, and and a tough championship loss that year. But you know some of those seniors that had kind of wore the brunt of. Uh, that streak that had going into getting into national yeah. championship games but not accomplishing it as a young guy do you feel any of that weight going into that football game at all uh I, I, you do but you try not to think about it you know, the only mindset you have is just you know trying to go out there and, and do whatever you can for that offense and and for the team to get over that hump 
you know, I, I, I like you say, I wasn't a part of that run where, you know, they lost the four in a row. But just being at practice and being around those guys, I felt just as much pain. Not not as much, but I felt those guys' pain, you know, and I in it in the back of my mind, yes, of course you wanna you wanna help those guys get that monkey off their back, so to speak. So yeah, you thought about it a little bit, but at the end of the day it was just all about doing what you needed to do, doing your one eleven what they call it, you know, to to help the team be successful. And how did uh, those seniors help you prepare for the national championship game? Oh, uh, tremendously, tremendously. They, uh, you know, like I say, it, it's not, it wasn't just about football. You know, those guys, they brought me in uh, even off the field. You know, brought, I didn't really hang out with too many people in my 09 class that year. I, I always hung out with the older guys, the eight quads and those, those type of guys. But just, you know, taking me under their wing and, and showing me the ropes and showing me the Bearcat way. I mean, like Nick Rhodes, after my freshman year, that summer he let me sleep on his couch. I didn't even have a place to sleep that summer. I wanted to stay in Maryville so that I can work out, but I had nowhere to stay, and so he, he offered his couch for me. You know, just little things like that is what those seniors, you know, because they, they saw the vision. They saw the potential and everything, and those guys did whatever they could to help me out and steer me in the right direction. So I'm just forever grateful for those guys. Now, not that it, it compares on the grand scheme of things, and, and you know one's on national TV and, and one might be on regional television, but you win a national championship in 09, but then in 2017, as an assistant football coach, you win a state title. The maturation process of, we talked about being a grown man and, and being a coach and watching that, and then on the other side of being just kind of a, a kid, kind of finding his way winning a national championship, how different was that being on the other side of, now you're the coach molding those kids, and you're kind of seeing that elation of them winning a title like that. It's almost a surreal moment, you know, because, I mean, you you think national championship and high school state title are, you know, two different, you know, but at the end of the day, once we win, I had that same feeling and the same sense of accomplishment just winning a state title as I did that 09 championship team. And so I just wanted those guys, those those players to experience something that I had experienced. And that was just an added bonus. And I'm not sure if you guys remember how that, that state championship finished, but we we scored a touchdown. And instead of kicking a field goal to tie it with nine seconds left, we go for two and win the football game with nine seconds left. It's, you know, do or die type deal. So that, that just – added to the the suspense and the drama so that you know just being able to experience those things and, and my players to be able to experience those types of things is that's what you coach for that's what that's what it's all about now we kind of mentioned as we started this about uh, you being a bit of a swiss army knife and i'm not sure if you've you've seen the numbers or, or looked any of this stuff up um but you know it's, it's kind of fun to go back through a little bit but you're 10th in career rush yards at Northwest and 4th in career rushing touchdowns. Uh, top 10 also in receptions, uh, total touchdowns, punt return yards, kickoff return yards. If there's an offensive stat outside of throwing the football, you are a part of it. So make sure as those young guys, these, these high school kids, make sure they know that you're all over these record books for not just being, a, a as you mentioned, a one-trick pony. I mean, you, you were really Definitely. all over the place at Northwest Missouri State. Definitely, and I, I try not to, you know, relive with with those guys about my accomplishments. It's more so about <laughs> them, but they they got access to YouTube. They got access to the record books, and they they bring it to my attention. So you know, it's <laughs> it's, it's good that they, that they you know they they when you're a young player, you know, and there's a coach talking to you, and he's 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 trying to tell you some things. It's a little different when you actually have seen a coach put in the work and seen his his accomplishments and his accolades. You, you tend to trust him a lot more, you know, 
But you know, I, I I try, like I say, I try not to think about those things. It was I had a great career, man. I learned from some of the best coaches. I played with some of the best players. The record books, and we talked about that when we were playing. All those records and stuff, they'll come, they'll come with with, with when the team is doing well. All of those record things will come. So I was just more, of a, I was a team person. The accolades and all of that stuff, I it didn't really mean much to me when I was playing. It's nice to know that you know I, I have those things now, but. You know, I, I like, yeah, I don't, I didn't realize I was top 10 in all of those, honestly. I just thought, honestly, I thought I had a, a few, like, punt return, maybe some kick return records, but I didn't think I was top 10 in any rushing or anything like that because Northwest has had a history of great running back, so oh, that's, yeah. that's awesome to hear for sure. You're all over it. They're going to Google it and they're going to find it for sure, so it's <laughs> definitely out there. Uh, Jordan, before we let you go, outside of the national championship, of course, is there a play, is there a game, is there a moment that uh, that occasionally pops up in your mind that, that you really hold close? Uh, besides the Natty, I'd say there's a couple, there's a couple. I'd say, uh, for one, on the negative side, my very first career play or my very first career game on August 27th of 2009, that same year we went down to Abilene Christian. And the first, my first carry ran read option with me and Blake Bowles. And this game is on my birthday on national television. And we run read option, and I feel a tug, so I, I'm light on the football, and I think Blake was trying to leave it. I took off running, carrying out a fake, and I look up, and the crowd is going crazy. They scoop the ball up and run 60 yards for a touchdown. So that's one play that definitely sticks out into my mind. Uh, you got to let that one go. <laughs> Couldn't let that one go. But on the positive was uh, our Midwestern game when we went down to Texas, uh, battling through adversity all game, and those guys had a chance to win it. Uh, and they kicked this field goal, and we all talked about it. It was it, it had to have been Boswick blowing from the heavens because the ball was lined straight up through the uprights, and right when it got to like the 10 of the goal line, there was a gust of wind and just pushed it wide left, and we go into overtime and end up winning in overtime. So that's another game that kind of sticks out in my mind. The Arrowhead games are all pluses as well, too, just being able to play in that atmosphere every year. We scored a couple touchdowns at Arrowhead Stadium. Not many people from my, from where I come from can say that. So those are definitely some memories that definitely stick out in my mind from Bearcat football. Well, so many great games and, and a great career. So we really appreciate your time and, and sitting here and chatting with us a little bit on Bearcat Rewind. I appreciate you guys giving me the call. That's Jordan Simmons, running back for Northwest Missouri State, a kickoff returner, a punt returner, a guy that can catch the ball out of the backfield as well. We appreciate his time and coming on Bearcat Rewind for us. We also want to say thanks to Alex Kurt for producing the intro and outro music, as well as Austin Hall for engineering the podcast. Watch for a new episode of Bearcat Rewind coming out each Monday throughout the fall. If this is your first one, check out some of the previous ones. A lot of players and coaches from that 1999 team and the 2009 National Championship team as well. Also, we're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify, as well as iHeartRadio Podcasts. So please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. We appreciate everyone for tuning in to Bearcat Rewind once again this week. For John Coffey, I'm Matt Tritton saying so long.